0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Who's ready for Thanksgiving? It's Elizabeth Kay with another podcast here of 50 Shades of K, And my guest is a good friend of mine who's been on 50 Shades before. Now she's married, so she has a new last name. It's Pam Arnold, my trainer also General and Programming Manager at the Wisconsin Athletic Club. She was Pam Mullenbach. Now you're Pam Arnold. True story. I kind of like it. Way so easier to pronounce. And so much to be thankful for this year, I'm sure. But when I reached out to Pam about this podcast, you asked me, what do you want to talk about? And I said, here's what I'm envisioning for this. It's the week of Thanksgiving And Pam is someone that I really admire for how positive she is and the positive energy that she puts out. And I gain a lot from you when it comes to physical health, being that she's my athletic trainer, but also just outlook on life and perspective. And I want to do a podcast that was about gratitude and ways that you are grateful with a little side dish of it's the holidays. How can we still keep our butts in shape too?
0: Yeah, I like it. A little well, combination.
1: And when we were at the gym talking just this last week, planning for the podcast, you were talking to me about an app, right?
0: Yeah. The new app that I've been using is called the Grid Diary. So, People who tend to you know, reflect on their day, keep the positivity alive, it's a great app because it kind of balances out. You can pick the questions you want. So if you want to say, how did I get closer to my financial goals this year? How did I fall more in love with my husband this year? You can kind of add those in, which is great, and then it kind of gives you more of a streamline instead of just the old, dear diary, today was great. Because it's really easy to be positive, but it's really easy to lie to yourself and say it was a way better day than it was when you are scared someone's going to read that diary. Yes. So this is right on your phone, so you don't have to worry about it. You can do it wherever you want. As long as you're not texting and driving, you're kind of good to go. Well, you talk
1: about people reading your diaries. Going back to my grade school days when I had a diary and the one that had the tiny little keys that you would get. Mm Mm-hmm. With my sisters, I was always fearful that they were going to steal my diary and read about it because I wrote a lot about boys and I wrote a lot about them and I didn't want them to read about it. But I'm also someone that I I see a lot of value in journaling, but I don't out of concern that someone may read something
0: and then read it out of context. Right. That's why this app is a really great thing. And I think because of that, people tend to then not be completely honest in some of their journals. And when you go back and refilter, you're like, that's not how that happened. So being able to be completely honest, and we're always on our phones anyways, no matter how much you don't want to be, you are on your phone. and It's just easier to access through an app than it is to kind of get a journal out and handwrite things as well. It's the modern day journal. It is. Because we do live on our phones. And what is it called again? It's
1: called the Grid Diary. The Grid Diary. We are not endorsing these, by the way. No one's paying us to say no,
0: this. No, this is not hashtag ad.
1: But then <laughs> when, I, when I chimed in with Pam, she told me about that. I said, well, my, my sister Natalie told me about this app that's called Breathe, which I downloaded. And it's kind of a Zen meditation app, also a free app. And you can meditate really anywhere, but it has these different notifications that it can send you basically where it can just check in with you and you can update it with all kinds of different notifications, but it forces you to take a second to just stop and breathe. Just stop and be grateful. Stop and be present. We all could work better on that. And that's a perfect segue into what Oprah talks about with her podcast that I enjoy listening to She talks about how the biggest gift that you can give yourself is time, time to be present because we're never going to get time back. We can always make all this money and have more things. But time, time goes. You can never buy more time. And this app I really enjoy because it does give me pop ups every now and then just checking in with me. And it does make me be more present. But speaking of Oprah. And with Thanksgiving being this week and gratitude, Oprah has talked so often over the years about how if you feel like life is just crapping on you and you feel like things are not going to get better and you're in the storm, we all have at least one thing we can be thankful for. And that's when she tries to write down things that she's grateful for when life gets tough. If you have air in your lungs, you have something to be thankful for because you're here and you're alive. And she does a lot of grateful lists where she writes down what she is grateful for. Almost Um, got a gratitude journal. Yeah. That's awesome. Which you can do on on the grid. But don't you think as women, we get caught up a lot in just sometimes emotional nonsense that isn't at all moving us forward in life, but we do get stuck in it. And it's easier said than done to say, well, when I get really pissed off, I'm going to stop and be grateful. If I'm mad at my husband, I'm going to sit down and say, (laughs) I am so grateful I have him, but wow, am I angry it's not easy to do. No. But there's something to be said about taking a step back and just thinking about okay, what is good today? At the end of every day, there could be something you could say, I'm thankful for.
0: Don't Finding you think? That silver lining. I think that's kind of what I live my life by. There's going to be days that are terrible, you know, but you can't live every Monday and wait for it to be Friday. So if you can find the silver lining in every single day, find something positive out of it. So you were delayed on the way to work. Well, you got to listen to one more awesome song on the playlist and what you had in your car. Just finding those little tiny cues. And sometimes it's hard, but if you kind of look at your life like that, I'm a big believer that if you put that energy out there, that happy energy is going to come back to you. So if you're mad at the grocery store and you're mad at the wonderful person who's checking your turkey and all of that in the season of thanksgiving uh you're probably gonna have to you know give some positive energy that might be the highlight of their day or vice versa if you're having a bad day maybe they'll be the highlight of your day you never know where that goodness or gratitude's going to come from and if you
1: sometimes can be the bigger person in those encounters whether it be customer service at the grocery store like you yep. were saying if you can be the the person to give the smile to really ask how are you today with eye contact and almost wait for an answer. Not just, I'm good, thanks. Did you find everything okay? As they're scrolling and you know, yep. grabbing your items and scanning them over the belt. Because the other day I was at Pick and Save shopping and the woman that was checking me out was clearly crabby. She was in a mood. And I was having a really great day. I was on the up and up. And and I thought, you know what? Something's bothering her. I don't know what. I don't know anything about her. And I kind of asked, you know, how are you? Are you getting ready for the holiday? And she's like, yeah. And she's kind of ignoring me, ignoring me. All of a sudden, her manager came over, called her out and said, hey, after this customer, you can go on break. And she quietly said, oh, thank God, because I have to pee. And I heard her and I looked at her. I was like, you got to go to the bathroom. And she looked at me and we kind of connected. We connected on a human level. You <laughs> that moment then like, I get it. Yes. And she looked at me and smiled and said, I've had to go to the bathroom for an hour. But we've been so busy. I haven't had time. And I told her, girl, I worked to pick and save, too. I get it. I yep. know what you're saying. She kind of laughed. I laughed. And then I realized her mood was because she had to go to the bathroom. It wasn't me. It wasn't that. But a little conversation like that flipped her mood, kind of put me in a really good mood, too, because I felt like, oh, great, we're connecting and she can, you know, maybe get out of this funk a little bit. And hopefully she went on break and went to the bathroom and <laughs> came back with a big smile on her face. But uh, Tony Robbins, who's a really motivational speaker, mm-hmm. author, and he's he's also one of Oprah's people, too. He was just on Good Morning America this week uh, talking about how he's raising all of this money to feed families with Feeding America. And he was talking about what you focus on is what you're feeling.
0: So I think, would agree with that. 100%. Yeah.
1: 100%. Isn't that something so... Think of what you're grateful for and focus on that. Try to focus on those positive things Mm -hmm. because that's how you're going to feel. You're going to feel more positive. And it is hard. It's something that's kind of like a muscle. You can relate to that at the gym, Pam. If you don't work that muscle, it's going to go away. It's not going to be as strong. But the more you can work and exercise that, the more that you can be a more positive person and not focus on what you don't have. Because we all could sit there and focus on what we don't have. There's a
0: million things we don't have. Correct. But look at what we do. In this time of year, we tend to think of everyone around us. So it's constant like making it better for this person, making it better for that person, that people pleaser in us all during the holidays. So also urging, even though those moments of gratitude, being grateful for yourself. You know, that self-love and that self-care. We hear that all the time. It's such a buzzword right now. But take some time for yourself that day. You know, your mother-in-law's coming over. You Your nieces and nephews are coming over, all your kids are coming home. Make sure you give yourself like 10 minutes. That's just about you, whether it's meditation, like you talked about, journaling, sitting quietly in a room, you know, give yourself that time too, because it can, that can be where some of that energy can come from too, if you're not giving back to yourself as well today. Pam,
1: and that's what that app breathe is all about. It's kind of just,
0: they're basically saying
1: you're on your phone scrolling through Instagram and Facebook, you have time to open up an app. And take some time for yourself. I love it. Because the holidays, there's this unrealistic expectation that's out there, I feel like. Thanks a lot, Pinterest. (laughs) I don't know how many times on this podcast (laughs) I've said, thanks a lot, Pinterest. Even though I love Pinterest and I'm obsessed with it, but it does set this unrealistic standard sometimes of what your holiday table should look like, what your tree should be, how Mm -hmm. you should wrap the gifts what you should be wearing, how your makeup and hair should look for the holidays. That Hallmark holiday
0: movie moment. Yeah. Where that's supposed to always be like that.
1: And I can remember a year when I came back home for the holidays. I was living up in Green Bay and I came back with these expectations of who I was going to see and how much time I was going to see them and kind of get hopeful for what I thought a couple gifts were going to be here or there and nothing turned out the way Mm. it seemed. I don't remember what the family drama was, but there was some kind of family drama And I remember talking to my mom later about it and just saying, this Christmas sucked. And she told me, it may seem negative to some people, but I think it's realistic. She told me, she said, Elizabeth, you have to stop putting an expectation on a holiday. Because the second you do that, you're going to always be disappointed. I agree with that. And I think about that a lot when it comes to weddings or just any big event, work function. When we put this expectation on Mm -hmm. it, how many times can you say, Pam, that you've gone out with your friends unexpected and it's been the best night you've ever had?
0: Like an unplanned night, no, right? No, I agree. But if you look even back in like the days of college where you're like, we're going to do this tonight, we're going here, I'm going to meet this guy tonight, so it's going to be awesome. And it was terrible every single time. Instead of just living in the moment and saw what was coming your way, you miss all these great opportunities instead of saying, you know, 9.05, we're going to go to this bar. And then it was awful. And there was no one there. You ruined your entire night. So that expected, unexpected moment is way better in every single
1: way. And that. I feel like is a good takeaway for the holidays. And also Tony Robbins talked about that. He said, instead of setting an expectation, just be grateful for what is. Just be grateful for the moment that everybody's there. You have your family together. You have food on the table. Not everybody even has that. Right. You have presents to open. Not everyone even gets that. So the expectation, we all need to just get rid of it. Just, just go and just be
0: and make a memory because you're going to always reflect back on that year and why would you want to reflect on all the terrible things that happened and not just that really great thing that happened so you burned the bird but everything else turned out great awesome you still had a really good time and you have this hilarious memory now that is a mistake that became something funny instead yeah, that's of a like story. falling apart right now
1: let's transition this into talking about the holidays because it is a lot about gathering and eating and it is. you're at the gym and this is the time of the year where people are still trying to stay on the routines and not completely let their good healthy habits go to the wayside. And then you have the after holiday New Year's resolutions. Yes. What are some tips you can have for people that let's let's start with the people that kind of go back and forth. They're at the gym, they're not. They're eating healthy, they're not. And this is really a struggle for them. There's a lot of temptation. What
0: kind of advice do you have people like that just to sort of still try to stay on track with their goals? I think it first starts with making a realistic goal. You know, what we see all the time is people are like, I'm going to work out two hours a day, every day until Christmas, and I'll be perfect. Well, one, your family already loves you the way that you are, so that's great. If it's for health... Pick realistic goals. If you know that you have a work function on Thursday, tell yourself, I'm going to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, I'm going to forgive myself and not work out that day because it's okay. I don't have time. And then start fresh on Friday. <laughs> you know, don't beat yourself up and just be like, well, I didn't do it. So now it's going to be the worst day ever. I'm going to eat 19 Oreos after the work function. Don't do that because that's what people do all the time. And then it spirals. So make sure your goals are realistic. And at the same time, taste everything. Eat nothing. So if grandma makes all of your favorite things and you're lucky enough to have a grandma that still does it for you, taste a little bit of everything. You don't have to have 19 helpings. You're an adult. <laughs> you know how to say no, even though it's hard. But have a little bit of everything, knowing it's one day. And on Friday, you're going to get up. You're going to have your good breakfast. You're going to get a workout in and start over. But it's all balance. And what people do, it's the same thing with expectations of the holiday. It's the same thing with working out. You, If you have a family you know that there's 20 people staying in your house, then tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym for 20 minutes. I'm going to do an interval training on the treadmill to walk for 20 minutes, you know, do yoga for 20 minutes and then leave. Not your normal hour or however long you normally work out. Just know that you're giving your body that time for itself. But at the same time, you're not taking away from the memories you want to make.
1: And for people that feel like, well, I only did 20 minutes or I only did a half hour,
0: that's still better spent than sitting on the couch eating all of grandma's cookies. We've all seen The Holiday. We've all seen all of these Christmas movies. It's okay if you miss the first twenty minutes. Go work out and then finish <laughs> it with everyone else. No one's gonna know that you missed the part with Jude Law. It's gonna be okay. And Bam, I think that's which movie are you spot. talking about? The Holiday. Oh, the hol- my that favorite. one. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you don't have a memorized, you should start memorizing it. My now. sister likes that movie. There <laughs> it's are a great so many. Movie. There are so
1: many holiday movies. I feel like that I haven't watched yet. I oh. see the classics, and I kind of stick to those.
0: I do too. That's kind of it's getting in the classic realm. It's based off a book. It's good. I like it. No, what about
1: people that want to do baking for the holidays, but they maybe have a family? that doesn't really care for the healthier options, but yet they want to incorporate the healthy options. How can they kind of do that, but still make everybody happy and not have it go to waste for people to still enjoy it?
0: I think you can do two options in the sense of your dessert options. So if you're going to typically do a pumpkin pie, then know you're going to do something else that's a healthier option within that. And at the same time, it's your call. Do you really need that dessert? Is it a need, a want, Or just a random desire.
1: Gosh, now you sound like the financial advisor. Well,
0: is it, you know, I (laughs) ask you all the time, is it the pumpkin pie or is it just you know that on social media, like we just talked about, everyone and their brother has cut up a pumpkin pie or there's Halo Top pumpkin pie, all of these options out there. Do you really want that or is it because everyone else is having it? True. So once you've eaten dinner, do you really want that healthy option? But at the end of the day, when it comes to dessert have a tiny bit so whatever you want in your mind have half of it if you do have people that are really picky you know you can make something for them or ask them to bring it Say, this is what I'm making. Good point. If you really want that and you obviously know how to make it, I'd love for you to do that. I'd love for you to make it and have them be part of the solution, knowing that you're not having to do everything for everyone. Right, you know, the whole right. people pleaser again. So asking for that help. Like, I know you're phenomenal at making pumpkin pie. You yourself don't really want pumpkin pie, but they're getting what they want, and now you're able to concentrate on that healthy option.
1: Yeah. No, these are great suggestions. Now, for someone listening that they're not really a gym goer but wants to get started and maybe they're starting to think about it now with the holidays and New Year's resolutions. What do you say to someone like that? I mean, at the
0: Wisconsin Athletic Club, we allow four a week pass. So if you want to try before you buy and see what we're like and kind of get the feel of our clubs, that's an option. If you know the gym is something you hate and loathe and never want to do, and are willing to be outside, we do have a really good trail system here in Wisconsin. Even if you're just going for a walk or going hiking, just getting your body moving, you know, and then making those healthy decisions. If you really, those are terrible, then park in the, for the spot that you can possibly park at in the parking lot, take the stairs, not the elevator and kind of make those conscious decisions at home. But in the elements of like a club the best thing about a club system, which, in my opinion, as opposed to like a studio or things like that, is there's variety. So, you hate yoga? That's okay. We have a cardio class. You hate cardio? That's awesome. We have a pool. You hate the water? Great. We have coffee every morning and people play cribbage. These are all options <laughs> for you to meet people and kind of socialize. And I think that's the hardest part is really just kind of getting past that comfort zone, you know, and actually feeling comfortable. And some people, it just, isn't a good fit. And we just try to give you as much variety as we can. And
1: that's what you are going to get with the Wisconsin athletic club is a lot of variety. When you talk about the different options and you're always changing classes to keeping the ones that everybody loves, but trying to add new options as well. And you're not the only person that is going to walk into that gym and be starting out. There's all different levels at the gym. I feel like some people think you walk in and everyone has a six pack. Correct. And that's just not. the case. No, it's just not. Everyone's there on their own journey. And also most people have their headphones on and they're in their own world. They're not even looking at you. For me, it's my therapy. It's where I don't talk to anybody and I just listen to music. And when I train with you, we have fun. We listen to music. But on my own, it's like, don't talk to me. Let me just do my own thing. But the WAC is a place that it has something for everyone, something for kids. I mean for everyone.
0: Correct. And if you really want to kind of see what some of those workouts look at, if you go to the Wisconsin Athletic Club on Pinterest a bunch of our workouts are on there. So there's things you want to try at home or you want to try... I didn't even know this, Pam. Yeah. Or the right now we're doing a gratitude challenge, a 21-day gratitude challenge, where you can take a photo on Instagram of all the things you're grad, grateful for. Being able to kind of incorporate into our world through the realm of the internet, as opposed to getting in our doors right away, is an option, too. We also have healthy recipes on our Pinterest board, too. So anything we post in the club, it allows for you to see us in that realm, as well.
1: I make a lot of the recipes from the WAC, and they are amazing. But this is a great way to wrap this up when you talk about gratitude that's kind of how this all started yeah with for everyone listening i am very thankful and have a lot of gratitude for all of you that are listening to this podcast and supporting me on this podcasting journey that i started almost a year ago january was when we launched it so we're coming up to the one year mark but there is a lot to be thankful for and if you have air in your lungs and you've woken up today you have another chance you're still here that's something to really think about. So happy Thanksgiving everyone. Pam, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. I'm grateful for you. I am grateful for you. For our friendship and yes. I mean you're so much more than a than a trainer. It's like working out with my best friend and Aww, all the I life advice that you give me is just amazing. She knows when I come in fired up because I talk a mile a minute and I'm like, "Pam, this happened and that happened and what about this?" And you have the ability to kind of calm me down. It's all about that balance, all about that safe zone. I love it. Well, thanks for being on 50 Shades of K. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe so you can be updated when there's a new episode. So to subscribe to this podcast on your smartphone, open your podcast app or use your Google Play app. In the search box, type in 50 Shades of K. Now the 50 is spelled out, so it's five zero shades of K. Once a podcast comes up, click on it and then hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast, feel free to email me at elizabethkradio at gmail.com.